Blog Talk Radio. It's Film Festival Radio, the show where superstars and future stars happily coexist together. And now, here's your host, Janice Malone. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Film Festival Radio Show with me, Janice Malone, here. And we have a guest for this show that I have uh, been wanting to talk to for a very long time. I'll tell you more about the guest shortly here. want to first get some information to you. We are going to have uh, a series of Halloween shows pertaining to, of course, one of everyone's favorite holidays, of course, is Halloween, and so we've got some cool guests coming up. Uh, one of our guests, I'll just I'll surprise you, but it is about a very posh hotel that is supposedly haunted. Yeah, I'll tell you all about that show later, and uh, also we're going to have a um, filmmaker that has uh, a new film that's coming out in a few days about called The Mothman Legacy. It's a documentary-style film, but we, we've all heard, the, and we've seen stories about the, the films, I should say, about The Mothman. The, is it an urban legend? Is The Mothman real? So this gentleman's film is a documentary, and is released just in time for Halloween. So that's just two of at least four uh, shows that we will have pertaining to Halloween for this year. And I think we can all definitely say we need to just kind of let loose and have a good time if possible. Oh, this has been a long year. So uh, anyway, stay tuned to Film Festival Radio each week as we present those shows and those guests to you. Well, to further speak of guests, as I said a couple of minutes ago, I have really been looking forward to speaking to someone that's uh, affiliated or a spokesperson for this very important internationally acclaimed film festival. I'm talking about the United Nations Association Film Festival, and they are about to begin their 23rd annual festival starting just in uh, today is uh, Tuesday, October 13th. And so they will begin their festival starts October 15th and runs all the way to the 25th. And like all of the film festivals and other events, uh, because of COVID-19, oh dear, everything will be done online, uh, virtually, streaming, there will be film screenings, there will be workshops and panel discussions, all of it will be done online. So if you want to be a part of this festival, view what's going on, view the films, I cannot wait to see, I love documentaries, and I can't wait to see a lot of them. You can go to unaff.org, look at the schedule, there are synopses of all of the different films, all of the different workshops, and just a lot of uh, informative, educational, as well as entertaining documentaries and films that uh, are available for us, the public and the media, to partake in and just 
Yeah, I like a film. Of course, it's good to be entertained by films, but there is nothing like watching a documentary that you can learn from uh, what the film is talking about. There are so many, two in particular that I really want to see. One is called Cirque du Cambodia. And another one is called A A Black Jesus. I really want to see that one. And another one that I want to see is called From Durban to Tomorrow. It's just so many. I will probably be tuning in almost every day. So, again, you can go to their website to download, to get registered, to get your tickets, passes, and everything that you need uh, to become a part of this very important film festival. Again, it starts October 15th and runs through the 25th. And the website is unaff.org. So I've got the uh, signal here that the executive director, Jasmina Boyek, I hope I'm pronouncing her name correctly, uh, Jasmina is on board on our other line, and so we're going to bring her on right now to tell us more about what we can expect from this year's film festival that begins in just a few days. So let's switch her on so you guys can hear our conversation right now. Okay. Okay, everyone, we have our next guest uh, on board here. Her name is Jasmina Boyick. Did I do good, Jasmina? Did I get it right? Yeah, it's almost. Yasmina uh, oh. Boyick. Well, that's great. <laughs> yeah, I, I I just have this thing about mispronouncing people's last name, and I like to always ask, but I, I, I'm close. I'm close. That's good. Yeah, very, very close. Okay, well, to further speak on here, you are the executive director of the United Nations Association Film Festival, and I have wanted to speak with someone from your festival for such a very long time. And you have no idea how, how honored I am to speak with you about your upcoming festival. Thank you so much for being here. I only know how busy you oh, must thank be. You. Well, thank you. Thank you so much because we, yeah, it's a busy time because we are starting with our film festival, our 23rd um, United Nations Association Film Festival on this Thursday. So it's like 48 hours before the start of the film festival. So it is busy time. Oh, well, again, thank you so much, because I, I know your schedule is just jam-packed, so I will get my questions in here and let you get to your next uh, assignment here. But the festival runs October 15th through the 25th, and this year's theme is the power of empathy. So uh, expound a bit on the theme uh, and, and just a it's so much to expect, but just give us some highlights of, how, of what some of the themes the festival will be addressing this year. So, for the last 23 years, um, our documentary film festival always uh, had uh, a theme for the year, and then uh, we select our theme immediately when we finished our film festival. So, last year, in October, we selected Power of Empathy, and we didn't know this is going to be the key word for this year in our very surreal situation living in uh, uncertain times and really needing empathy more than ever. So we were thrilled um, that our filmmakers, we, we received 600 submissions from all over the world, and our jury selected uh, 60 documentaries, which are going to be presented online for 11 days, uh, really focusing on the empathy from all over the world and trying to understand 
um, issues dealing with the Universal Declaration of Human Rights, which is our base for the festival, and really uh, talking about issues from health to racism to immigration to child poverty to everything which is right now facing us. And it's, of course, very important to focus on inequality and uh, a very difficult economy that we are facing right now. So empathy is the word, uh, but it was actually just really our first thought was to connect with the Universal Declaration of Human Rights and, and give people a chance to really understand and feel and try to apply 30 articles. But, of course, this is now expanding to the situation where we live in, and uh, uh, we are really looking to our filmmakers to give us these stories. And also, interesting interesting, we are going to have, and we always have, subjects of the films. Because it's great to have filmmakers to present their work, but without subjects of the films, there's no way to understand the depth and depth of the story and feel empathy. Now, like all of the film festivals uh, throughout the world, unfortunately, everyone is having to go virtually. Uh, so I understand for in your case, the festival will have a live Zoom session each day starting at 6 p.m. Pacific time. So what are some of the topics and some of the sessions that will be taking place? Just a few of them. Mm -hmm. So we'll, we'll have screenings during the day so our audience members, they can see the films for 24 hours. And then we'll have our Zoom panel discussion for the filmmakers, film subjects, and experts. And, um, and some of the themes that we are going to focus uh, on, we have 11 um, Zoom sessions, Zoom panels, and I can just tell you by each day uh, what we have. Uh, on Thursday, our panel discussion, we'll have a theme, Differences and Tensions. And then on Friday, October 16th, the fight of courageous women, and the whole day is going to focus on women issues. Then we'll have, um, on the following day, social and climate justice, and we'll focus our discussion and panel um, on the climate change and environmental and social justice. Uh, then we'll have the next day, we'll focus, uh, and the theme is crisis and responses, and we'll focus on, uh, on the issues of that penalty, on policing and mental health and peace and the way how to um, connect people in the different communities. Then on the following day, the theme is going to be go or stay behind immigration stories. And the whole day is focusing, we are presenting the documentaries about immigration. And we have also our conversation in the evening about immigration issues. So the following days, cases, studies in leadership. And so we are going to look to the leaders around the world, from Gorbachev to um, Brazil, to Turkey, to Afghanistan, to different, different leaders around the world and compare with our leadership here in our country. And obviously there are a lot of cases that we have to study and uh, in some cases not to repeat. So this is going to be a very interesting and short discussion and the panel. Uh, with our experts. So the following day is Changing Destiny, uh, and it's going to focus on particularly young people who started in poverty and then succeeded 
to be leaders in their communities. Uh, one of them is, is a fabulous documentary, uh, and we hope that the, the kids from Cambodia are going to join us. They started in, in a very poverty, in, in, in a, uh, poverty in the community uh, with homeless people, and then they succeeded at the end to become members of the Serve the Cambodia. It's like Serve the Soleil in Canada. So that was their dream, and they succeeded. So in the following day, we're going to focus on arts, the tr transformative part of art. And, and then we'll have uh, filmmakers and uh, subjects of the film dealing how the art can transform us and how we can listen to the artists to give us a chance to feel uh, what's happening in our community and around the world. Uh, so then after that, the following day, uh, the theme for our discussion is the right to health. And we'll focus also on uh, uh, on social issues and the racism and health issues. And of course, uh, talk about what's happening right now. And uh, next day, the theme on Saturday the 24th, which is the UN Day. Uh, and this year, we're celebrating also the 75th anniversary of the UN. Uh, the theme for that day, the panel is going to be intolerance and democracy. And we'll talk about, obviously, uh, what's happening in, uh, again, different countries and what's happening in our country as well. And there is one of the documentaries, it's called The Reunited States, talking about polarization uh, between the parties in our country. And, uh, and it's very interesting that our film festival is just one week before the elections. So a lot of these films are really dealing deeply with the issues that we have to vote and to understand. So it's going to be a really guide uh, for them to, guidance for them to, to really listen to the panelists and, of course, see the films. And on the final day on Sunday, October 25th, uh, when we all go through these themes and see all these films and the crown of our team uh, for the discussion is going the moral compass. The moral compass uh, will be given by whom else than Joan Baez, our legend in, in uh, uh, many things that we have uh, uh, and talk about she already experienced. So we're going to give her awards. She will receive uh, UNAF uh, Visionary Awards. So that's, that's, in a sense, our 11 days for the online film festival. That is a lot of festival, uh, and, and it's all great stuff. I can't wait to get in on all of it. And so uh, everyone who's listening, if they want to join in and view and just be a part of this amazing film festival, they need to go to unaff.org, is that correct? And then they can sign up and just, just get all the schedules and such. Is that correct? That's correct, Jen. So as we mentioned before, this year we are online, so we partnered with the streaming platform uh, Inventive. So all our films are going to be screened on that platform, but anybody who would like to get a ticket, um, they can go to UNA, it's unaff.org, so it's unaff.org, uh, the abbreviation for the United Nations, United Nations Association Film Festival. And also... All the panels and discussions are free, but still you have to sign in for the event presentation. Okay. So that's, that's what we are experiencing now with the film festivals. Unfortunately, we are not in the theaters. We wish and we, we hope uh, that we are going to be next year. 
and that the situation will improve. But for now, we have to deal with the uh, online uh, presentation. And um, it is a lot of work. It's definitely different, but still, we try to deal with our film festival and to uh, bring community together and also to bring the, the filmmakers together because that's what we are seeing and hearing from our filmmakers that they desperately need place to get together and talk about the issues. And that's what we hope that we are giving them again in this online presentation and, of course, to give to our community to be together and... Um, and that's really talk about what we what we have to do right now. Now I understand that over fifty percent of this year's films are by women directors. That is a great statistic to hear about. Tell us about that. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for mentioning this. Uh, it is fifty percent, but it's been for a long time. For the last fifty-three years, uh, when I founded the festival. Uh, I really wanted to have diversity of presentation, also people from different backgrounds, from different parts of the world, genders. It's, it's just really a diversity. That's why we are United Nations Association Film Festival. And, and having women uh, as the directors, producers, uh, as, as what you are mentioning, 50% of our films are produced or directed. Uh, by women, it, it's definitely a, a wonderful way of talking about the same issues, but just from a different perspective. It's always wonderful to see their work. It really, excuse me, it really is. Um, and, and to further speak of women and films and uh, your festival, you mentioned Joan Baez earlier, uh, and I understand that the festival will be presenting her the UN. AFF Visionary Award, but Joan is also the subject of one of the films called The Boys Who Said No. So tell us about the film, The Boys Who Said No, that will be screened uh, during the festival. So we are extremely happy uh, to pre present uh, in collaboration with the Mill Valley Film Festival. It's a U.S. premiere, uh, The Boys Who Said No, and uh, mentioning uh, when we're talking about women filmmakers, so this is a, a wonderful documentary created by uh, Judith Ehrlich. Uh, she is an uh, Academy-nominated uh, documentary filmmaker and also an alumna. We presented several films uh, created by her. And it's, it's really brings up the issues from the Vietnam era and also the conversation, what really happened with the resistance in the United States. And uh, as we all know, we were calling Vietnam War, but in Vietnam, they were calling American War. And a lot of people don't know what was behind the scenes uh, of the resistance in, in that time, and uh, particularly among young people, students. And uh, we were extremely happy to have also several subjects on the film who grew up here in our area, which is Palo Alto and Stanford and Bay Area in general. So, um, it, 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 and then we often also discussion about, of course, the wars and the, and the peace. As we all know right now, we are in Afghanistan for 19 years. So it's one of the longest war, and we don't see any pictures. We don't see any anything what's happening there, and our soldiers are still there. And uh, it didn't happen during the Vietnam War because, or American War, so because we did have big 
pictures, and we did have actually a reaction uh, about a young man going to the war. So, so that's going to be a really interesting discussion. And, of course, as you mentioned, John Byatt will bring her picture and uh, will share with her and some, uh, some other experts also the time that she experienced and, of course, the message for all of us. I can't wait to see that. I'm so glad that that will be done virtually so everyone who gets uh, a ticket and clicks in can be a part of this. I, I just love that. You know, on the other hand, with the whole, every all festivals having to go virtual, it's, it's, you know, we all, of course, want to be in the theaters. But the good news is that it allows the filmmakers themselves to be able to come in by, by way of Zoom and, you know, just you can get in touch with the actual filmmakers because, you know, film, independent filmmakers don't always, are not rich and they can't always go to the actual festival, but this is a way that all of them can if they choose to do so. And it's wonderful. I just love that. Yeah, it, it, is, it is a wonderful um, because we, we just share experience and, and share uh, same uh, uh, platform. Uh, the only small problem, and this is what we experienced as uh, organizers from the, for the festival, is that some of the distributors are not really happy about uh, a presentation that, that the films can go all over because uh, we understand that they, they want to earn some money and uh, and also some filmmakers as well. So those, there are different, different opinions about uh, online streaming. Mm-hmm. So we just have to be sure that we really explain um, also to our audience and to the filmmakers the reasons why we have to geoblock some of the films. So, so okay. that's, that's what's happening. Well, I got two last questions here. Now, will there be uh, people like distributors and potential investor types? Uh, are they invited? Will they be a part of viewing and, and these workshops and sessions and such? Oh yeah, we, we we always we always invite uh, distributors in the film industry and and press and people who are interested in sharing the story further or actually getting the film for the distribution. And we're very happy that for the last 22 years of our film festival, a lot of distributors uh, worked with our filmmakers and continuing working. So, which is really nice. As I said, in a documentary filmmaking. It is a golden age of documentary filmmaking for the last 10 years. We have a lot of films presented uh, before COVID-19 in the movie theaters, which never happened before. But, uh, but now, with the new situation, it's also interesting that the online distributors are looking for the films. So that's another possibility for the, for the filmmakers to, to get a deal. And, uh, and earn some money because it's difficult to get money for documentary yes. filmmakers. It's very different than commercial films in Hollywood, Netflix. So that's very different. Oh, yeah. I so, and I just wanted to say that, that, that our film festival is very much about education. And, uh, and that's why also uh, with the team empathy, uh, we really want to inspire people to do something after watching these films. Uh, and connect with their community groups, connect with their schools, teachers, connect again, also talk with, the, with their kids, and trying to really, really spread the message in the conversation and dialogue. And that's a, a perfect segue to my last question, because my last question is, tell everyone about two of your programs 
the UNAFF and Kids program, and the UNAFF in schools. Yeah, we are, we are really thrilled to have this, uh, those two programs for many, many years. And, um, and then the programs are going to focus this year. Uh, we have UNAFF and Kids. Uh, it, 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 they'll focus on the uh, environmental issues. So the kids will have uh, possibility also to meet, of course, virtually uh, the, the kids from Canada uh, in the documentary Citizen Kids. Earth comes first, and um, and this presentation is going to be also followed uh, not only by the Zoom panel at seven o'clock, but also with a special uh, Zoom program, which is organized by the high school kids. Uh, they'll have their Zoom and with their group and um, have a chance to meet with the with the young filmmakers. Oh, so that's, that's one of the wonderful uh, opportunities to talk about climate change uh, with the young people from Canada and the United States. And also the other film that I want to uh, point is Faith World. So that's about young, uh, probably the youngest filmmaker that we have in our film festival. She is uh, uh, 16 years old, and she's disabled, and uh, because it's 30 years of the American uh, uh, Disability Act, we also uh, acknowledge that, and uh, uh, also her film is going to be an inspiration for younger people to see uh, what the kids with disabilities can do and how they can create their empathy for the work and life uh, they experience. Well, it certainly sounds like, just looking at this lineup, that there is so much, there's something for really everyone's taste. And the long list of countries that you have filmmakers that submitted from Nepal to the Congo, Palestine, Russia, Serbia, just all over the world. About how many film do you guys, submissions do you get each year? So it's between uh, 600, 700, 800, depends on the year. Mm -hmm. And uh, and ultimately, 60 documentaries are selected each year. So And we are really happy that we have very democratic way of selection. We are old-fashioned. So we have 30 members of the jury who are reviewing the films and selecting in uh, the first round and the second round. And then, of course, um, uh, I'm, I'm involved in the programming. So... I love to program and, and create these uh, uh, schedules and panels, but the jury members are also a um, huge part of the festival, and they come from all different backgrounds. Uh, they're uh, filmmakers and, and media and press uh, uh, and professors and students all, all, and, the, and the representatives in the community. So they're really, it's very diverse jury um, members selection when we have we select our jury members in May and they watch the films for June and this year particularly they were really thrilled to do this because if it's a situation with COVID yes. they were really happy to be all the time to uh -huh. do it. Well since everyone was at home anyway this was a perfect project uh, too. It, <laughs> it was perfect. Yeah exactly. Exactly. They were really happy to say, oh, can we do more? Can we do after the festival? Another, another small event? Oh, so, you know, it's, it's, it's perfect. But with you, uh, James, this is, this is um, also another point, that we are continuing with our film festival 
after the film festival. So after October 25th, uh, we have special programs that we present in the libraries, in the senior centers, in the veterans' homes, in the, with the women organizations, in the schools. So before COVID, that was just a regular program every month for several films. But this year, uh, we were working and we are now opening and opening more doors again. Uh, libraries, they just found out that this is really uh, a good project for them. So we are going to continue with our libraries and we are talking with our senior centers to continue these programs online. So there are a lot of possibilities for, to connect and not to be depressed uh, because there is a great world that we have to connect with and share our emotions and, uh, and make the life better and the world better. Absolutely. And so, again, everyone can go to unaff.org to get registered, to, to be a part of the festival, do the viewing, part of the workshops, the sessions, and these wonderful education programs. I know all of that information about how schools and kids can get involved uh, throughout the year. So just thank you so much for being, you know, for creating this wonderful festival that's been going on for over two decades now. So thank you. So thank, thank you very much, and, and thank you for your wonderful program and giving us a, a platform to to promote our film festival. Thank you very much. Absolutely. So I'm I'm going to go sign up. Did I? No, I can need to sign up, and uh, I will be there uh, from the comforts of my sofa on October 15th. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Well, take care then. Hopefully, I'll talk to you next year. Well, wonderful. Okay. Thank you so much. Okay. Then. Have a great day. Okay. Bye bye. All right, thank you so much, Jasmina, for giving us such insight about this film festival. And as I said earlier at the top of the show, I have wanted to just talk to someone. I can't, could not wait for uh, the timing of the festival to take place to get closer to the release date so that I could talk to someone uh, from the festival because uh, anything involving the United Nations I always have had an interest in. Uh, these films are just Fascinating. I can't wait. To, another one I'd like to see is The Last Mambo, uh, story of the history of the Bay Area Latin music scene. It explores the West, the post, I should say, the post-World War II growth of California's multi-ethnic music community. So, yeah, this, you know, I would sit here all day and just name the different documentaries that I have an interest in seeing and will be watching so we're all at home uh why not go do what you need to do to sign up to be a part of uh, this wonderful film festival you can again go to unaff.org doesn't start until the 15th so you've got some time you've got about two more days and you go all the way until october 25th so, again, thank you, Jasmina. She's the festival executive director and founder of uh, the festival. So, anyway, that's going to do it for this edition of Film Festival Radio Show. As always, thank you guys for listening. And make sure you tune in to uh, us at all times. I mean, we're all at home. We may as well click and listen to each other's podcast shows and just have a good time. So, and our radio shows as well. So I'll see you guys on our next show and just make it a great rest of the evening or morning or whatever time of day it is in your, your country or your city. Take care. Bye-bye. Uh-huh. 
thank you for listening to another edition of Film Festival Radio with your host, Janice Malone. Be sure to download this and other episodes at filmfestivalradio.com.